Hello and welcome to the Minimalist Moms Podcast. I'm Megan. And I'm Diane. And we are suburban moms trying to make room in our lives for what matters by getting rid of the clutter and living life with purpose. We hope you'll join us on the journey to think more and do with less. We have a very special, never done before on Minimalist Moms. We have collaborated with four other podcasts and we think you will love each and every one of them. And that's kind of our minimalist resource for this week is referring you to these four other fantastic podcasters. They are, and we want to give the credit here to Friendlier mm-hmm. because they have coordinated all this and have done a fantastic job. So Friendlier, its official bio says it's like eavesdropping on a phone call between Sarah and Abby, longtime friends and now parents. And I... I love this podcast. I've been listening to it for a while now, and I just love how each week they talk about something they read and they eat, and those are two of my favorite things. It's just fun to listen into their insight. Mm-hmm. Um, and 25% friends. This podcast is between Sarah and Kim, who are 100% friends, but only 25% alike. And I have not listened to all of their episodes. Maybe mm-hmm. it's in their first one, but I'm not quite sure what that 25% is. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. So maybe, listen, maybe you guys can tell me. But uh, there are two girls who appreciate their similarities, respect their differences, and always find common ground. They chat about everything from serious and deep topics like vulnerability and relationships to the fun and silly like favorite treats and their love for their pets. These two are really exceptional I think because they tackle really hard issues but very open and vulnerable and just easy in a conversation like you're just listening into their coffee talk so I really like that one all right the next one is girl next door so this is another one I've been listening to for a while now uh, it again, it's like catching up with your girlfriends with your cup of coffee or your cocktail. And mm. at the beginning of each episode, they do create a new uh, cocktail. So that's always fun. I actually don't have like a bar cart and I'm not very crafty in that way, but it's always fun to see what they're concocting. So they do that at the beginning and then they always have a great um, dialogue about either just fluffier topics or more serious topics. So, And they're next-door neighbors, but actually one of them just moved. I can't remember. I'm sorry who just moved. Yeah, they used to be next-door Yeah, neighbors. but that's where Girl <laughs> Next Door comes from. Right. So. so the last podcast we'd like to recommend to you is Cohesive Home. And this is Melissa and Kate. And these two moms I think you guys will really love – Especially because they focus on minimalism and simple living, very similar to what we talk about, all in the time it takes to brew your morning coffee. So they're kind of short and quick episodes. They are just absolutely charming and fun to listen to. So those are some really cool podcast picks. We hope you will listen to their episodes on community, which are all coming out in the same week. And I believe since ours releases on Monday, ours might be the first one and then one every other day that week. So go and check those out. We will put them in the show notes. Our discussion this week is on community. And Diane and I often have concerns as we live our lives, that we may offend others with our minimal ways. Sometimes it can just downright be awkward, I think. Mm. Um, This takes many forms, like saying no to joining the PTA because we have too much else on our plate or 
donating items people gave us or getting rid of kid toys with wild abandon or (laughs) wondering if we're depriving our kids of something just because we don't see it as minimal, but they could really gain joy from them. Like with politics and religion, you cannot impose your belief on others, or at least we don't think you should. This goes for every level of community, your town, your neighborhood, community groups, your company, your job, and especially your family. No one wants to be told what to do or how to live. But whether or not we realize it, people are always watching us and evaluating how we do things, observing to see if, we're, if what we are doing might be beneficial for their own lives. So we can only live by example, and we hope that's how everyone in this community will move forward. So what does it look like to be a good minimal citizen? How do we hold our values of living life with purpose and with minimal stuff and still live with other people who may not feel the same way that we do? Uh, One of our favorite quotes, or at least my favorite quote from The Minimalist is, love people and use things because the opposite never works. So that's what we're going to talk about today, Mm -hmm. is um, loving others, making that the top priority, but still keeping your minimal values. So I thought we'd just talk about a few of these areas where the minimal life meets the community. Number one, well, I'll just talk about maybe like community overall in general first. Number one thing is I think a lot of people think about minimalism as in just the stuff. Like it's a physical paring down or getting rid of, and that's definitely part of it. But really, we feel like minimalism is intentional living and getting rid of the excess so you can focus on what really matters. So minimalism really enables you to go out and and work or fight for or volunteer for all of those topics, passions, organizations that you feel are really important, Mm -hmm. whether that's serving in your church or the local disaster relief organizations. We've Mm -hmm. had a lot of that recently, you know, going to volunteer for the Red Cross or maybe there's a shelter near you Whatever it is that you're really passionate about, if you love pets, volunteering for the shelter, that kind of a thing. I think that minimalism can really enable you to go and do those things just to free up time in your schedule. So that's number one. Where I think we really feel the biggest clash from minimalism is consumerism. Kind of it's like a push and pull and back and forth. Mm -hmm. And that's when we're outside of our homes, out in the world. And... One of the thing, places where I always feel the most maybe anxious, I have minimal anxiety. <laughs> Not as in less anxiety, but minimalism anxiety, <laughs> is when I'm out in a festival or like large trade shows, conferences, where it's all about stuff. Mm-hmm. It's especially trade shows and conferences. Like, they're throwing things at you. They're like, let me give you this pen, this Frisbee, this water bottle, this T-shirt, spin to win, all this yeah. stuff. And, oh, my gosh, it when I wasn't minimal in my life choices, I was like, this is awesome. And then I'd get home. I'd come home from a conference. I used to go to the Mothers of Preschoolers, the mm-hmm. Moms Conferences, and I thought it was the best thing ever. They got all this free stuff. And then I would haul it home out of my, you know, suitcase and then go, oh, I'm going to do something with this now. And a lot of times it was five different burlap tote bags mm-hmm. and 
several books, which is fine. I yeah. read all the books. But also all the pamphlets and the mm-hmm. leaflets and all that stuff. So the first thing is just say no. I mean, we have a choice in that. And I don't feel like that is offending anyone mm-hmm. in that kind of environment. Now, um, paper freebies, you can always take a picture if you want to remember what it is that you wanted to look up when you got home, because really that's all I would do, is I'd go through all the paper, and then I'd look up their websites, or if it was something I didn't even care about, I'd throw it away. So um, having that, wherever you keep your information, if you have Evernote, if you have, you know, if pictures on your phone is how you remember what you wanted to look up later, then put it, file it away there. Um If you are out in a public event like a festival or a parade with your kids, the freebie thing is much greater. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because literally in a parade, they're throwing things at your kids. Mm -hmm. Have you taken your little ones to Charlotte to a parade or anything? Not yet. She's afraid of loud noises. Okay. Yeah, that would be out. Yeah. With my kids, they, they could come back from a parade with a full grocery size bag full of candy. I was just going to say, Each don't they only give candy? They, oh, well, no. Like oh, no. Yeah, they have, They yeah, they get everything. They get flyers, pamphlets, coupons, business oh, wow. cards, frisbees, hockey pucks, plastic wow. things. Throwing hockey pucks at me? Oh, <laughs> well, like little plush ones. <laughs> they weren't real ones. <laughs> but flags, okay. you know, yeah. like... Anything that they can put a logo on yeah. or that looks or is fun and, you know, people want. But we get home, I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. something where this is where I feel like you got to have discernment. And, you know, I'm not going to tell my kids you can't. You can't collect all the candy or don't take the pamphlets. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't understand that. They're mm-hmm. not going to do that. So I just make sure when I get home, mm-hmm. the first thing we do is take out all the candy that, like, my daughter has braces, so she can't have that candy. So we take out all that stuff, Mm -hmm. filter out all the coupons and recycle them so that we just have the bowl of candy left. So that's how we kind of handle that. And then with, like, festivals or, you know, arts shows where you're going and they want to win the carnival prize Mm -hmm. or the little whatever it is. Oh, we, we try to, we give them either like a, $5 and this is what you would do whatever you want with this. And they never win anything with $5 mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever it is, you know, or we talk about, Hey, would you rather play this game or have an ice cream cone? Mm-hmm. You know, we kind of give them options and it helps often if we talk to them before we leave about what we'll be doing and have them think about, yeah, have them think about what they're, they can, or they're allowed to do while they're there. Um, the other thing out in the public, I feel like we always run into the minimal thing is, I mean, really, anymore, everywhere I go, people want to give my kids something. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like this? Like, no, when you go to the grocery to store? I mean, they want to give her, like, cookies. The cookies, and then there's a bank at the grocery store that always has oh. candy and pens, and they want the pens, and they want, I don't know, stickers, that stickers. That does irritate me. Stick- See, I don't care about the stickers. Oh my gosh. It makes her really happy. Yeah, but then they get the stickers yeah, everywhere. Yeah. It ends up in the van, and yeah. So... <laughs> Oh, my gosh. <laughs> hey, man, if that's going to make her happy and get me through a 40-minute grocery store trip, I don't care. Only well, that's good. And that's where I feel like <laughs> you can make a choice. Um, but I agree with you. 
It's My crazy. My kid doesn't need a cookie at 9 o'clock in the morning, some sugary I know. treat. Yeah. Why are you offering my kids? I know. Some grocery stores are better about it now, and they have the option. Like, you can have fruit. Yeah, fruit. Yes, I do You can do have fruit, fruit or yeah. you can have Give me this. all the fruit. Yes. So, any other place, I swear, when you walk anywhere with a four-year-old, mm-hmm. and you're just, or even two, probably, even to this point, people are always trying to give them candy mm-hmm. or stickers, or even it's just little tchotchkes that they have for their business. And I'm like, no, it's okay. Kroger <laughs> gives them. her balloons. <laughs> She there really you likes go. the balloons now, too. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I wouldn't mind that as much. And see, so, but... yeah, that annoys me more than the stickers. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh. Not just with kids, but personally. So I just had LASIK eye surgery done. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yes, and so I can see you very clearly. Oh, gosh, that's <laughs> kind of horrifying tonight. It was, um, <laughs> no. It was a modern-day miracle. It was amazing, the whole experience. If you're able to get LASIK and you are um, can pay with it with an HSA or whatever, then do it, I think, mm-hmm. if you're able to. But my point is that the place that I went, if you put a review on Google, they would give you a free T-shirt. And, oh. I, and I said, she said, well, have you done your review yet? When they came in for my post-op. And I said, oh, I was like, I, I really don't want the T-shirt, but I will write you. And she started going, well, that's okay if you don't want to write it. I'm like, no, I will write you a review. That's mm-hmm. no problem, but I don't want the T-shirt. And she looked at me like I had three heads. Yeah. Like nobody has, and I asked her, literally no one has ever refused the T-shirt. And this was ugly. It was an ugly (laughs) t-shirt. And I'm like, really? People will do anything for the t-shirt. And my mother-in-law was telling me that they were trying to give her a water bottle at her chiropractor. Okay. For going so many visits. She has a water bottle. She's like, "Eh, I don't really need that. Because, again, it has their logo on it. And it it is. I mean, I'm a marketer. It's a great way to And it is a really good tactic mm-hmm. but if people don't want it mm-hmm. you know the same thing with the LASIK people they gave me my medications to take home in a tote bag but it wasn't the like grocery reusable grocery size mm-hmm. it was a teeny one it was like no bigger than a couple books you could fit in it because mm-hmm. it was just meant for the medication and I was like I took it home I was like what would I do with this yeah. you know it's made of that same material as the reusable tote bag but it's so teeny yeah so the next day or yeah for the post op I took it back with me and the glasses that they put on you oh, yeah yeah <laughs> cuz they put these like oh Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. <laughs> Terminator glasses on you that wrap around. Yeah. And they were real sunglasses. Like, you could have kept them, but I wasn't going to wear them no. ever again. No. So I, you know, put them in there, and I said, here, you can use them for another patient. And again, three heads. Mm-hmm. She was like, well, uh, okay. <laughs> you don't want it? Like, really? I was like, no. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so just say no to the freebies. Um, but don't. Like I said, I would have written a review, and I was happy to do that, but I didn't need the freebie. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if there's a way to um, still be polite and nice and support the business, then do that. Um, the same thing I feel like with kid fundraisers. Yes. Oh, the Now, if you want Girl Scout cookies, then by all means, buy the Girl Scout cookies. But my kids bring home the booklets, mm-hmm. you know, the magazines or catalogs oh, yeah. that have the little, either it's candy or it's selling 
my preschoolers selling mums, selling, mm. you know, um, plants. There are uh, whatever. There's a million of them. Cookie dough, all different kinds. Um, a lot of times they're little gifts and favors, and they're very expensive compared, but I know they're a fundraiser. So what I always do is just say, here is my donation. Here is my cash donation. I am, number one, dodging the time bullet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then I don't have to um, take that form around the neighborhood. And actually, it says don't go door-to-door on most of these now anymore oh, wow. for safety. Oh, yeah. So... That means it literally says, like, ask your mom take it, to take it to work. Ask your dad to take it to work. And I'm like, no, we're not doing that. First mm-hmm. of all, we both work from home. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. we ask each other and we say, yes, we will give a cash donation. Yeah. And we won't worry about just, you know, because afterward, then you have the time to collect it and then go to go yeah. give them whatever. So anyway, nobody has ever turned down a cash donation from us. And the, the organization usually gets more money mm-hmm. from that cash donation because they get to keep 100% of it versus the 40 or 30 or the whatever percent item. that they were would have if you had purchased an item. So, In my, like, heavy dieting days, I would, whenever someone would ask me for Girl Scout cookies, I'm like, I'll buy them for you. Mm. So this year I didn't, and I ate, like, a box of Thin Mints in one day. <laughs> so I might have to go back to the... What I Go back to your <laughs> Just keep the cookies. <laughs> Just keep them. Oh. So, other places that we interact with the general public or the community is social media. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a huge topic in itself, and we have an episode that we talked about social media. But in general, again, loving others should be our first priority, and... Um, Thinking about what you post before you post it is it there's this great acronym called think meaning think before you post is it true is it helpful is it inspiring is it necessary and or is it kind mm-hmm. and it needs to fulfill most well obviously it has to be true mm-hmm. <laughs> and then is it helpful to the person and then is it either inspiring or necessary or kind to say those things like just kind of think before you post just like with politics and religion you know not everybody's gonna want to hear your opinions on everything or um you know if they post something about this great new thing that they bought and you don't agree with that being a good purchase then it's probably just an idea to keep that to yourself (laughs) (laughs) so I'll just say that about social media, and we will let that one go. That is like a rabbit hole. I know. We won't go go down down. that one. Yeah. So our next topic is family and friends, because that's a huge part of our community, and I think where most of the clashes. Oh, yeah. There's so much emotion and baggage to go along. Well, and those are people that sometimes we feel like we can be more honest with, because Mm -hmm. we're like, oh, they're my family, they have to love me no matter what, so I can be cruel or just rude, and Mm -hmm. you have to still love me. Right, So right. Um, Let's start with events. Birthday parties. Kid birthday parties, specifically. When I first started to change my old you know, minimal ways, change my ways into lifestyle, being, lifestyle to be more minimal, I would be like, no, we don't need the gift bag. Or I'd try to convince my kid not to take it home mm-hmm. or whatever it was. If it was the headbands they give out or, I don't know, whatever the the item is that mm-hmm. they, they were using or giving, 
But now I just go with the flow because it's more awkward and might be offensive Mm -hmm. to that, you know, birthday kid if you're not taking home whatever that they were giving. Mm -hmm. And then when you're giving the party, you can do whatever you want, you know. (laughs) That is Mm -hmm. that part. And I think the same goes for weddings, bridal showers, um, you know, all the the other kind of family gatherings and events. Mm -hmm. I feel like just on the bride to be on her day you don't tell her what to do (laughs) she can do whatever she wants so that's a general you know kind of thing but and gift giving is another big part of those events I think when you're giving gifts Mm -hmm. I always gift things that I would want to receive Um, obviously if they had like a gift registry or a list, I just buy off the list Mm -hmm. or my favorite go-to is gift cards. Mm. I don't know. Not everybody loves gift cards, but I always feel like that's the gift that keeps on giving Mm -hmm. (laughs) because you can actually, you know, either combine them with something else to get the, a larger gift that you really wanted, or it just gives you more options. So, and I have found with taking kids to go get birthday gifts for their friends, you ask them, like, what is little Bobby like? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, does he um, like this color? I don't know. Well, then it so turns into what they want. It They're is. Like, can I get this? It is inevitably right what that what your son yeah. or daughter wants is what they'll pick out for the kid. Mm-hmm. I always include, if that, we don't do this anymore, uh, sometimes, but I always include the gift receipt. Mm-hmm. I literally tape it onto the back of the toy so they have the option to return if they already have it. Mm-hmm. Or what we have been doing recently, and I got this idea because somebody gifted it to us at my our son's birthday party. You got a gift card to the local ice cream shop. I did that. Yeah. That is, I was like, this is the best idea because then was it's it an experience gift. It was, it was graders. Oh, I thought you were going to say what's. But they gave us an experience, yeah. essentially, because then we went out as a family and got ice cream, and mm-hmm. he was so proud. They put his little card up there, and, you know, it's on me. So it was yeah. the cutest thing, and I just thought that was the best idea. So we, we do that from now on, and my daughter is going to, like, a sleepover this weekend, and I said, well, what do you think she would like? And she goes, oh, she always wears justice clothes. So I said, okay, would, would you like to give her a gift card? And she's like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. Mm, that's cute. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's great. And we. Like their little credit card. It is. And my kids love it. I mean, yeah. It's just, they just think that's the best thing. And they feel so grown up. And they can go up to the cash register and give them the card. Mm -hmm. And they also, whenever we do gift gift cards, I have the kids um, create their own um, greeting card. So they they make their cards to give them, too. So then that saves us money. Yeah, absolutely. And it's more personal, so... Let's see. What else do we have about gift giving? As far as receiving gifts, making your wishes known, you know, having either a registry or having conversations with family before holidays. We've talked about this on several other podcasts, but there's also the no gifts policy that Mm -hmm. I've I've personally tried at kids' birthday parties before I've put on the invitation, you know, no gifts, your gift is, you know, your your presence. Exactly. And not everybody, people still brought gifts. And actually, I had um, someone give me feedback that they felt it was more awkward to say no gifts uh, rather than suggest which gifts that you would prefer. So uh, I, I took that 
because people still brought them anyway, even though we said no gifts, and then we weren't going to have, like, a gift opening time. So then it was kind of like, oh, well, if they brought a gift, then... So it made it more awkward. So from then on out, we we put suggestions on the invitation. Like, you know, my son loves Legos. How about... I don't know. You know, like, we Wait, would, like... someone was like, it's weird that you said don't bring <laughs> gifts. Someone said that to you? Oh, yeah. It was a family member. So, oh, okay. the, you know, it's not like it was just a stranger. That's... But the family member I'll was keep like, my mouth shut and be. <laughs> well, the family member was like, but I, you know, like people want to give you gifts, and I understand that point. I really yeah. do. And I was like, okay, that that makes sense to me. Is like she was saying, like you're kind of robbing me of the joy of buying a gift for them and seeing them open it, then and maybe that's like part pull of the them experience. Aside and, and say, let's open it together. <laughs> I'm, well, just, I get I'm sorry, this is like in the forefront of my mind because I'm trying to figure out what to do for Charlotte's third birthday. Mm. And I am going to put no gifts on the – I don't want gifts. And mm-hmm. I think I might just have cake or I might not throw her a party at all this year. So this that's just interesting that someone has said that because I wanted to put no gifts. Yeah. Like if her grandparents give her a gift, they're going to give her a gift like when they see her the next time. Like, oh, this is your birthday. Like, mm-hmm. well, it was your birthday yeah. last week. We'll give you a gift. I think you can do that more when they're Little. when they're three. Okay. And it's not a like a friend birthday party. Okay. And if it's just family, they may not listen to you. I guess that's just more of my point is keeping an open mind. And what is the kindest thing to do? If somebody gives you a gift, just say thank you and smile and accept it. And, you know, because it is, it's like their, it is their way of saying they appreciate and love you. And how can you look at that? What she's saying, people, is don't go by my example. (laughs) No. No, because I did the same thing. Like, I was like, no gifts. I don't want the, you know, we, we have all that we need, mm-hmm. but people want to buy them, and I, I totally understand that, but um, accept it graciously, and if they have given you a gift receipt included in, it in there, mm-hmm. then they've given you permission, to I feel return. like, yeah, to I return agree. it. I agree. Uh, so I, I think there's just kind of weighing, and to weigh the relationship, if, if it is a family member and you know that they're particular – they're just their love language. If you if you want to talk yeah. about the five language, their love language is gift giving. You know that's and that, that was my suspicion of the person that talked to me is mm-hmm. that that was the way that they showed they loved people. So how could you you know rob me of that joy? And so then yeah, I would say okay. You know if you want to give them a gift, you give them a gift. Mm-hmm. But talking about family specifically, everything can be emotionally charged at special events mm-hmm. and holidays. With holidays, you run into a lot of traditions Mm -hmm. in that we've always done it this way or this is what we like to do because it's always held at so-and-so's house. And if you want to make a change to a tradition, it's always good, I feel like, to proactively talk about it. Mm -hmm. Before the actual day. Before the actual day. Mm -hmm. And I, again, see, I'm going to use examples from my life where I've screwed up. And what not to do. I know what not to do is I thought, you know, once we were married that and we hosted our first holiday event, we had our first house we'd purchased. We were like, we want to have everybody over and be at our house. And so I wanted to plan the menu oh. and I made everything. Well, I had maybe them bring desserts or something. I mean, it was somewhat of a potluck, but I made the main meal and the salad and everything and afterward it was very kindly put but I got feedback that you know some people were 
not happy that they didn't get to make their signature dish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> I, again, robbed them of the joy of creating that dish and bringing it for everyone to share in the holidays. So from then on out, I just made an open invitation and said, okay, what would you like to bring? And again, proactively talked about it ahead of time mm-hmm. and said, what would you like to bring? What's the thing that you really like? And what's the thing that you really like? Because I don't want to sidestep that. That is very important. Mm-hmm. But I, it was just something I stepped into. I did not even realize mm-hmm. that people held into their heads of such value that I didn't personally value myself. But to love them was to let them experience that every year. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing that I learned. <laughs> is there? Do you have anything holiday-wise that you can think of, either traditions or... Not at this point, which I, I mean, I think we've discussed on one of our holiday, po- either Thanksgiving mm-hmm. or Christmas, just that that's not my role yet. I go mm, places that's true. and I don't take food. Um, I'd rather throw money at a situation <laughs> than grace well, people <laughs> with my cooking abilities, non-abilities. So, but maybe in the future, I mean, I know that one day I'm going to have to take over the Easter or the Christmas and I'll let you know. Uh, so we hope that you have enjoyed chatting about community with us Um, overall when a decision is between accept this thing or take a stand and potentially hurt someone's feelings choose people first always all right diane do we have any as baby martin wakes up and talks to us do we have any blog comments or itunes reviews to share um i have an itunes review that we can share from Ginger W. She said, perfect podcast for this mom. And um, she said she's been wanting to create a more minimal house in life, but she wasn't sure how to start. And she said that the podcast has been inspiring and helpful. And she said, I can honestly say that since listening to this podcast, my closet looks better than it ever has. So she also talks about how people can be really extreme in their minimalism, and she appreciates our approach. So... Thank you for that, Ginger. I'm glad that your closet is looking better. Now I need to take my own advice and make mine look better. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, and thank you guys for listening. We hope you will check out the other five, well, four Four, total. Yeah, Yeah, five total, but four um, podcasts about community this week. Uh, We hope you got you thinking about how to influence those around you to be minimal without being a jerk. We want to hear your thoughts, too. We invite you to keep the conversation going by visiting our website at minimalistmompodcast.com. You can also go to Facebook or Instagram, and we're also there at Minimalist Moms with an S podcast. And just thank you for joining us on this journey. We wish you a lovely week as you think more and do with less. I almost just said amen. 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 (laughs)